You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Now you do it. Go on. That was the Cribs with a song that sounds like all the other Cribs songs. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. On today's show, guest hosts Tom and Jack will be talking about (sighs) things, what we've done. I've been trying to work out how we can start the show as we end it when we've got some energy and stuff. I don't know. It's just always a listless start. What do you mean? Well, I don't know, we sort of get into the swing of things normally around the if you honestly half think hour, 45 minute hour mark. If you honestly think this podcast ends with any kind of fanfare, you're gravely mistaken. If you, you honestly, like you it. honestly think that bloody classical music thing's good, don't you? That is good. No, no. If it's I'm not like, good, then I why want, do I like it? I didn't want to tell you this, but no one likes it. They um, told me. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. We're live on Radio Bista, Bista's only alternative. My name is Tom. <laughs> Bista's only operating broom cupboard. Sat opposite me is my, um, hmm, don't know, uh, co-host. I suppose. Jack Short. But even then, I don't oh. really do that much in the way of hosting. Oh, so. you're telling me, you don't need to tell so, me, mate. So, um, now that that desk has gone from in front of me, I've got nothing to do anymore. I think that's the problem. I think now that I've been shirked of all responsibility, I don't feel the need to bother doing anything. But the thing is, because your um, parents are related, you're left-handed, so you couldn't even drive the desk properly. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. My mum's my brother's dad. Sister and your brother. How are you, anyway? Very well. How are you? Yeah, you know. <laughs> do I? Sometimes I don't think I do know you at all. Sometimes I think I don't know me at all. It's part of the fun, isn't it? Do you ever think sometimes I'm not sure I have a personality? <laughs> I think I just best fit the situation I'm in. That is exactly why you and I get on so well. Really? Are because you like we think the well? exact same thing. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I do honestly just think of myself as an empty vessel. Yeah. And if, if I'm sat in a room on my own, then I'm basically transparent. A ghost? Yeah. A ghost. A- I, in a shell. I am an extra in my own biography. <laughs> and what a boring book it is. <laughs> so apart from that, it's been a great week. Coming up. I've got I've got two items today. One items. Of, one of That's them's a not old claim. Yeah, no, one of them's not an item. One of them's a a tidbit. What about the new item Jack reads from his phone? Haltingly. The other one is an item that I'm bringing back from the grave. I don't know. Where Tom is. Why is this giving me a boner? No, that was yours. I'm not bringing. Yes, it was your boner. (laughs) I'm going to leave Tom to sit and listen to three of the UK's most popular pop songs. Sharp music. We're bringing it back. Yeah, do you know what? And the reason I've. The reason I've resurrected it, we had a power cut last night. I don't know why I'm telling the full version of this story. Had a power cut, so my phone didn't charge overnight. Was it a meter problem or a supplier issue? Supplier issue, unfortunately. Um, You'd have been useless. Was it SSE? (laughs) Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Anyway. 40 minutes I was on hold to them. Really? The week, 40 minutes. I've got a direct number if you want. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Well, we're useless now. Get you onto now. the MD hotline Useless the now, unless you can well, give me a bloody you refund. Ask. You should have rung me. What do you mean a refund? You weren't using any electricity, plonker. Well, your for phone my bill. last bill, I want it. I want that money How back. You? What? You want them to top up your phone for you? <laughs> my virgin credit. Uh, <laughs> no, that's all gone. With virgin. Uh... Yeah, power cut last night, so my phone didn't charge overnight, which means when I woke up it was dead. So I had to drive to work with the radio on, which I don't normally do. I normally listen to music on my phone, which left me listening to either Radio 2, where they were playing, I I don't even know what it was, some (laughs) 80s twaddle, Six Music, which Mm. I thought I liked, and I've now discovered is actually just like... Weird I know. European Scandinavian sounds of just. That's a great. All their all their hosts. Have you noticed this? All the hosts on Six Music. The tone is all the way down here. 
It's always even the even the breakfast presenter. The breakfast presenter. What is the fundamental job of that presenter to wake you up in the morning so you're ready for the day to keep you alert, right? Got a great song coming up in a few moments from. Do you know why they do that? Coming. It's because they don't to keep six music listeners docile. Well, yeah, and they don't want to. They don't want to annoy their listeners' mums who are in the next room. (laughs) (laughs) Mum, shop. So I listen to Radio One, and Mm. Nick Grimshaw, Grimmy, Grimmy, does a thing on a Friday morning called the Nick's Tape. I believe he calls it. You know what? He is Buzzfeed's Graham Norton, and I, yeah. It's exactly what he is. Carry on. Uh, and he just played some dreadful stuff. So I thought, I'm going to play some of it to you, basically. That's that's the, the long and the jack short of it. Good. Uh, and that's well, something else that never enough. took off the ground. Well, no. We've still got the jingle somewhere, I think. I'm not sure what to call this item, though. I thought, because Chart it's called music. that, because that's called the Nick's Tape, I wanted to call it something like the Grim... The Prick's Tape. Grim... Prick's tape. Prick's yeah. tape. Um, I wanted to use the grim bit in Grimshaw, but I couldn't, grim, I couldn't quite I get there. I need something that rhymes with Reaper. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, if you're listening on Radio Vista, then feel free to email us at... <laughs> or email studio at radiobista.co.uk. The chokey at radiobista. Or look at the website, which is radiobista-bebo.com. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> penguin world. I was listening to the radio for the first time in ages the other day, and I was, yeah, I was in my girlfriend's car. Radio one. Was, was it like, your ham radio? No, radio one. I can't. I couldn't listen to it. It's just. It's like torture. Hmm. So I thought, oh, I'll listen to radio two, and I think that was the news. So I was like, forget that. And then I went on radio four, and radio four were having a documentary about being nice. <laughs> And I was just thinking, this is mad. There's nothing. Did you think it was aimed at you a bit? I don't know, but it was just, it was honestly like just filler between the two newsies. It was just sort of, and we think, we spoke to an expert at Oxford University who thinks being nice (laughs) is more important than ever. (laughs) It's like, what the hell is this? I don't, mad. I I don't understand, I hate stuff like that because I realise I don't have a place in this world. We don't really, and I think no. I think that maybe radio now is just something to fill the void until people die. Yeah, it's just like you said. I guarantee ninety percent of radios listened to these days either people who don't understand the internet and are ready to die, like you said, or people like yourself who've run out of battery hmm. or four G maybe or credit. It's funny you say that about people that don't know what the internet is and are ready to die because actually part of what I've got coming up. It's to do with that generation precisely. You know what? But should I'm we have so a song? Excited. Good idea. Also coming up, we've Ooh. got... Uh, here's a thing what annoyed me this week. The Smash uh, 2018 item. And also, Vlogger's Gone Wild. It's back again. Yeah. You cannot keep a good vlogger yeah. down. With these vloggers, you're truly spoiling us. Radio Bista. For all your branded broomsticks, please see Radio Bista Broom Closet, which is... I. I have been told on good authority <laughs> we'll soon have a microphone. Uh, <laughs> this is This Charming Man by The Smiths. Stay tuned. That was This Charming Man by The Smiths, which I believe is about. I actually don't know. It's about it, getting it's... seduced by an older man. Morrissey getting seduced yeah. by an older man? Or the protagonist. I don't know if it's special. It's probably Morrissey, Morrissey, isn't it? Yeah. Jack was just telling me about his mortgage and how he's thinking about killing himself. <laughs> so, there you go. You didn't miss much. I'm getting a mortgage. Do you know what? I'm genuinely really excited. I was giving him some very good advice from what I gleaned I... from flicking through the big short. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, I'm going to be dead before it gets paid off anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, me and you will be found in a car with a bit of hose pipe exactly. before the year's out. No, that's too dignified. I'm not going to... No. Really? It's going to be worse than that for me. How would you do... Here's a good question. How would you kill yourself? Um, Just shoot myself, I think. Where would you get a gun? Don't be worrying, mate. Right, do you want to do your thing or do you want to do... Here's the thing that will annoy me this week. Or did one of your things annoy you this week? Probably should have discussed this when we were talking about mortgages. Before we moved on, before we move on from the house mortgage thing, the house, mortgage. Uh, the house that I'm going to be getting is a two bed. 
but I want to lay some I'm, ground rules. I'm honoured, but I've got my own because, <laughs> Thank you. Because I don't want you to think that this is some sort of... I don't know. We'll like, be like the monkeys. <laughs> Fantastic. Some kind of place for you to do your frotting or what. I don't know. I'd only ever sleep at the foot of your bed. And you, I've told you and your your spouse many times that that's the only time I'd ever share <laughs> share accommodation with you. <laughs> like a little dog. Like a little Jack Russell. Yeah. What would you like to do first? Mine's quite short. Should we just crack on with that? Well, go on then. Has it annoyed I, you though? Uh, it has a little bit. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll build it in. Here is a jingle. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? So this item is very uh, Ron Seal. If something's annoyed me this week, and it's probably annoyed Tom as well. It's Something the, else, at least. It just paint your fence. Paint, paint the wall. Isn't that a thing that you keep <laughs> going on about all the time? Not me. Oh, yeah, there was a bloke on The Apprentice. Yeah. Who, there was a DIY task and he was meant to put up a shelf and he messed it up and then at the end of the day the team were having a debrief and they said right tomorrow we're just going to paint because painting's fine and the bloke went yeah I'll paint I'll paint and they went can you paint and he went of course I can paint just paint the walls mate there you go good it's become my life motto I'm getting it put into Latin the thing that's annoyed me this week I suppose has annoyed me but I don't think it's going to annoy you and I it's something I want to get your opinion on women no, it's no. nothing to do with women oh, at all. In God. fact, the opposite gender entirely. Blimey. I came across a tweet. Um, you dirty boy. That was uh, related to a poll held by YouGov. Yeah. On bringing back compulsory military service for young people. <laughs> oh. uh, the overalls were in support 48%. An opposition 36%. But when you break it down, 18 to a 24 year old support 10%, opposed 62%. Do you want to take a guess at 65 plus? I'm going to say 99%. Or oh, 74. Okay. 74 uh, support. They probably misclicked because they don't understand there. 18% oppose. Yeah. Um, and the reason I bring it up is because I distinctly recall you telling me that you think that conscription should be brought back in this country. When did I say that? You definitely did. Well, go on, I need some context. After a few beers, down, like, after a oh, bit of lubricant. Tell me that. You loosened up and went, tell you what. Tell you what these kids need. They need go ahead and shoot the people. Books. No, you didn't say young people specifically. You said to me that you think men need to go out and kill other men because we have something along the lines of we've detached from what makes us men. And you right. need. Basically, what you were saying is. Help me because I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> and I, I, say, first I all, don't know how to stop you. First of all, um, there is things that I tell you when the microphones aren't on that are not to be repeated when the microphones are on. Okay. Whoops. Okay. When the lights flashing, don't be dashing uh, uh, stuff out <laughs> of your gob that I hold you in confidence. Well, explain yourself then. Well, it depends. Very much, I sort of split my life. <laughs> You're going to dig yourself such a <laughs> hole here. I split my life into a, a couple of periods of time. So there was um, the Jurassic period. No, well, there was the drugs period. <laughs> no, up till about 14. Sorry, I'm grasping you right up here. I'm, I'm <laughs> up till about 14, fine. 14 slash 15 to I would say 19 or 20. Mm. Mental hedonism pushing the boundaries of what my soul could endure in terms of everything um, and then um, except any kind of sexual experience of course oh of course yeah <laughs> not that you didn't offer <laughs> and then, very dry if I recall <laughs> oh and then 20 till about uh, a fortnight ago just <laughs> very much the, the well the come down of that period sure, of time yeah. sort of finding my place in this crazy crazy world so it depends Funny that it... you sort of met me at that kind of time. Makes me feel like I'm sort of the Jiminy Cricket of your life. Sitting on your shoulder with a little top hat on. Well, I sort of discovered there was a better way. You don't have to get blind, plastered, drunk every night to try and escape yourself. You can just go home and take photos of stuff and put it on Instagram. <laughs> That's fine. The alternative way. 
I don't remember saying this. I probably read a Yuval Noah Harari book and went a bit mad. That is more than possible. It I was probably saying, I'm going to kill you. That was all I was trying to say. I can't believe you grasped me up like this, you Jesse. Well, what do you, what's your honest opinion on it now then? Clear it up. Clear up the air. I've said things this morning that I can't contextualise. How am I going to remember something from some indeterminate period? What? Just give us your opinion on it now. What do you think about conscription? Should young people be forced to go into the military? Yes or no? Ever kill anyone unless they really deserve it. No, of course not. I'm the total pacifist, coward, yellow belly rat boy. And that's the only reason that you think that actually, because you, because if you were fight, faced with that position, you would. I don't know. What would you do? I could be. I think well, look, put, I, if I was put on the, a wig and go into a factory and just <laughs> pretend to be dusting. If I was in the British military, I could do all your standards. I could be in a helicopter blowing up villages. That's great. Easy. I could. <laughs> is it easy? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's probably just blowing up villages is easy. It becomes like a video game right after all. No. Okay. But there's no fear on my own life. <laughs> Also, I could be being humane. You are such a coward. I could also be being hum- inhumane to prisoners of war. I mean, great. Well, the, any uh, the armed forces—that's your bread and butter. Okay, killing civilians. Uh, why, why are they a prisoner of war? Prisons. Tell you what, if there was a Bobby Sands, I could force feed him. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. But I, no, I'm not going out fighting on the front lines. Churchill was a pal, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you? You told me he like. <laughs> Nicked his mate's plan or something. Yeah, I read Roy Jenkins on Churchill, and the only good bit that is dull. Why did you read Roy, Chen- Roy Jenkins on Churchill? Because I found it in a charity shop, and I oh, read right. it, and it's mentioned in Peep Show. Yeah, yeah. And he was—I think it was in. Yeah, it must have been the Boer War. So yeah, he was captured in prisoner of war camp, and he overheard people, prisoners of war, British prisoners of war, discussing their escape plans, and he just went, "Not on your life!" <laughs> and then he just went and did their escape plan. <laughs> My at night. God, that's brilliant! And then ran off. There you go. Right, I've really lost my train of thought now. Um, well, I think... No, I wouldn't be able to do it because I'd get post-traumatic stress disorder queuing up at the airport. I was going to say, I don't know why you think the post means anything because you're not going to come out alive, are you? If there had to be, say, a Skype interview to decide which branch of the military you'd be in, then I'd, yeah, I'd take my own life. <laughs> I'd become a deserter then and hide <laughs> under my desk because it's going... Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> I can hear it. I can still hear it. <laughs> I think you and I, if that were to happen, you and I would just uh, elope, as it were. Yeah. Just go I don't off think to like that's the right <laughs> phrase, isn't it? No, because that's going to another country to, to get be married. Yes. Oh right, okay. But we go to like the Isle of Skye or something. Yeah. Just get a little. I can't think of what they call it in Scotland. It's called like a, a bat, bat plug, a batney or something like oh. that. Like a like like a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Oh right, okay. Just record this, but yeah, without the mics plugged just in. Just without the mics plugged in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Yeah. As this happened before. I <laughs> am <laughs> um, okay. So I'm in trouble because people want conscription. Why have you assumed you're in trouble? Because you're having a pop. No one's. You're not in trouble for anything. Just tell us again about the killing people. You wouldn't be good on the battlefield because you're too tall. You get popped in the head. Oh yeah, I'd be dead. Almost and also, if you were in Afghanistan, you had a metal helmet on. I don't know if they still wear metal helmets. That would burn right through you. I'd get your very thin hair. I'd get sni- I'd get sniped looking over the wall of the military base. I yeah, think. you would. Go, oh. Get the big guy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember saying that, so I can't be held accountable for my actions. I'm afraid. Oh, there we go. And to quote a vlogger, why the hell can't I do whatever I want at all times <laughs> and have no <laughs> repercussions? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. That annoyed you, did it? Me. It annoyed me. Said. No, 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 no. It more annoyed me that old people think that they can just send us off to be shot for their own enjoyment. Well, because of them, we wouldn't be allowed to fight in Europe, would we? Or something, probably. Well, but that's 65 plus, but you have to have been 70 something to have been conscripted, surely? More than that, son. Do the maths. What, what do you mean, do the maths? Well, what do you mean? If you're fighting World War... You think people were conscripted for World War Two who are now 70 years old? Okay, no. Do you want to get not. a calculator out there? <laughs> they probably simply bravely blew up the Belgrano with all those people on it for no reason. 
That's funny to you, is it? No. That is satire. Right, so that's what's annoyed you. Let me tell you what annoyed me. Right, Valentine's Day. Oh no. What? What did you do? No, it was what all What did fine. you do? I went, I had a cold shower and I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to, right. I haven't been to the cinema for a while. And did you put your hand on the hob on a very low heat? I just want to feel something else. <laughs> I want to fire somewhere else in my body. I went to the cinema. I honestly just got a bit sick of my man. <laughs> I went to the cinema. For we're doing the cinema. For the first time in a while. What did you watch? Same <laughs> so thing. You sort of getting towards awards season. You watched so you Fifty think, Shades Free. There's <laughs> plenty of good stuff on. I really wanted to see The Shape of Water. That's what I went to see on Valentine's heard, Day. Heard great reviews about. It was good. Yeah, I, well, I've heard great things. And stuff, yeah. I thought, but obviously, I'm in a relationship. It's all about compromise. Mm. So we went to see The Train from Paris at fifteen seventeen. <laughs> that which, new Clint Eastwood one. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I've heard is abysmal. You, well, this isn't even what annoyed me, but it's, how to describe it? Well, I thought I'd never see a worse film than Batman vs Superman, mm. but this is a worse film in a very different way. In it's what way? The most uneventful 90 minutes of my entire <laughs> life. That's saying something. I, yeah, I know. The Just... Like the worst, the worst dialogue. Not a single shot that you'd even look <laughs> twice at. It was like a stu- like an average film student had been given fifty million dollars to make a film. <laughs> Honestly, like I was just rolling my eyes the entire way through. There was, no- I could, oh, oh, yeah. That's not the point. Anyway, I only go to the cinema midweek because I can't handle a crowds mm-hmm. or b crowds. There's just packed. But it wasn't that packed, but there were enough people. Normally, when I go on like a Wednesday or Tuesday, two for one. I'm no hey. mug. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, love. <laughs> you owe me six pounds. You buy a popcorn. But normally, it's pretty much empty. Like four or five people in there. Mm. Fantastic. Went in. Okay, it's the third full. I was thinking, okay, not great, but fine. I'm seeing a fantastic film about a train. So <laughs> I've already won. <laughs> it's like I'm on the train myself. So it it started. Uh, a person's phone went off, which I haven't heard in the cinema for a long time. Nah, it doesn't really happen. And I go, oh, okay, maybe. And then I go, no, wait, because I distinctly remember six things before the film started. Going, turn your phone off. No, like little funny bits. Going, no, we actually mean you. I know you think you're exempt, but you turn your phone off as well. <laughs> I I don't know if they were travellers or something and it was just at the bottom of like a massive backpack rucksack this phone because it took them I swear to god 150 seconds to find it <laughs> of just ringing and ringing and ringing on loud as well I haven't had my phone on loud for years no, no why need would for it. you so that annoyed me initially then bloke in front of me who was eating nachos just burped really loudly <laughs> just in the middle of the film just went Ugh. Do that one, love. <laughs> that was a cool guy. I'm thinking, what's wrong with you? I was thinking, okay, this is peaked annoyance. No. 35 minutes into the film, two people come in, couple, in their 50s maybe. Me and my common-law wife are on one of those little rows of about five people. Mm. I'm at the edge, near the stairwell. Fire exit, quick getaway. Yeah, of more than one way. Don't have to sit near someone. So they come up to us. Bear in mind, the cinema is a third full, and it's mid-film. So there's no way anyone is going to have a go at them for not being in the right seat. They come right up to us, stand at the road, stand right by me, don't say anything. So we sort of interpret that as, oh, okay, they want to sit there where their seats are, presumably. So I try and get out. The seats don't flip up. So I had to jump onto my chair like this and sort of stand up. And then someone behind me went, oh. And I was like, well, I can't, I'm not doing it on purpose. And then they sort of shuffle on very slowly. The woman stops directly in front of me and she goes, this is row E, isn't it? <laughs> and my common wife goes, no, it's row F. And they go, oh. She goes, sorry. Holds her hands up and goes, sorry, to the entire <laughs> cinema. <laughs> and then they go to row F and sit down. I'm thinking, what is wrong with you? You've got, mate. She's going, the whole time, she's going, sorry, it's dark, innit? It's dark. I thought it was an F. 
you have to you have to see better films mate you just that because you've got to, you've got to be up with that caliber of audience member no i know i know i know otherwise you reduce you know, yourself to the dregs if you go somewhere like the, the rex in Berkhamsted, great cinema by the way wouldn't want a free ticket if it's going lovely yeah it's and it's people especially if it's not a new film it's people who actually want to go and see it yeah. it's not just these people who they stumbled in off the street even to if get they warm have stumbled off the street to get warmth they're from Berkhamsted, mm. so it doesn't really matter because they're going to be terribly polite anyway. They absolutely deserve that film. The scum that I had to sit with. How <laughs> dare you? Where did you go? Uh, the one in uh, Bletchley. Oh dear. What's this mean to anyone? Oh dear. <laughs> what? Well, what? Bletchley, isn't it? It's lovely there. They've just got a new JD Sports. <laughs> I know they have. It's massive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Weird, isn't it? Well, Shape of Water was a very strange experience just because of the film my really. dad said it's just a remake of Free Willy it's, but he hasn't seen it, it bear in mind, say, so I don't know why he said that I'd say me. it's more of a adaptation to an extent of King Kong than anything else Peter Jackson's King Kong no not quite as long oh what a great no. film that is there's a very str- <laughs> there's a very strange bit right where you know when you're sort of looking around in the cinema just to see if anyone else is sort of questioning what's going on? Yeah, yeah we did it almost constantly so, in Star Wars. So you know the sort of premise of the film, woman falls in love with, with a fish man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. There's a bit where the fish man is living in a bath and she wants to sort of be submerged underwater with him. Right, that face that Tom's making right now is exactly what I mean. She closes the bathroom door and puts not one put two towels down in front of the gap beneath the bathroom door what sort of turns all the taps on and the bathroom fills up with water and it's like like, right I know I know you have to bend your expectations a little bit to fit in the fish man right I get that I get the fictional bit there but they're still humans living in the human world you can't just put two towels down in front of a bathroom door in your bathroom no that is weird fills up with water (laughs) it's like Tom and Jerry ridiculous was anyone else looking around no I was just sat like what is going on and everyone was like oh good isn't it good It's it's weird that you and your uh, girlfriend decided to celebrate your love by seeing a film about a woman who uh, <laughs> meets a freakish fish Freak man, man who can't find love anywhere else. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Don't know, Paral- weird. Parallels in life. Um, yeah. Isn't it strange that you and your common law went to watch a very boring film about a train? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's what annoyed us this way, I suppose. What's that face for? Sorry, I was concealing a boat. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Why is there a gunshot? Still a classic, still good. Uh, Right, let's play another music, shall we? Let's have some music. Radio Um, Bista. Even more music. This is A Little Respect by Erasia. That was Erasure with a little respect on Radio Bista, almost certainly. This is the Tom and Jack podcast. Not a cover of, I don't know, actually. There I don't, you go. Who is no, it? Aretha good. Franklin, maybe? It's all filling up time. Oh, yeah. R E S B C C. Yeah, yeah. It's not, though. Good Find point. out what it means to me <sighs> later on in the show. Okay, this is an item where I'm going to play Tom and some of the UK's top chart hits. What we call it, the Pricks Tape. Yes. We did this a very, very long time ago. I thought, given the theme of your current sort of jingles, you could do something that goes along the lines of like, New Music Friday, and then someone just, I don't know, vomits. Yeah. Good. Uh, There we go. Okay, well, here that is now. New Music Friday. (laughs) Smashing stuff. Best one yet. Uh... This, the first one that I'm going to play to you, I'm going to ease you in slowly. This is the, I believe, I could be wrong, believe as of today this is the UK's number one song. So this is the song that is the most popular song in these United Kingdoms currently. United Kingdom of this England. Is a, this is popular Canadian rap artist Drake. Mm-hmm. This is a song called God's Plan. Drizzy, I call him. Apparently in the video for this song, the budget was a million dollars, and he gave it all out to people, and that was the video. 
um, to which I thought isn't that what they do in a Blink-182 video yeah they do the rock show I believe yeah, yeah. so it was only 250,000 so it's not as good so it's not as good really He's, uh, so less. what we're going to do I'm going to play the song Tom's going to see how long he can listen to it before he just tells me basically to turn it off and then he's going to give me his thoughts on it here we go God's plan I've been moving calm don't start no trouble with me trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me don't pull up at 6am to cuddle with me you know how I like it when you loving on me I don't want to I get the idea uh yeah, I mean, this is why I don't bother keeping up with new music. Don't get me wrong, I love oh, him. Don't give up yet, mate. Don't give up yet, it's going to get a lot worse. I love old Drake and Josh, but I just think... It just sounds like a like a bubblegum advert from the 90s or something. It's, I think we've got to a difficult stage in our lives where I can't decide now if it's because my knowledge of popular music has broadened um, and it continued to expand to the point where I'm so familiar with the way that pop music works and the constructs of it that things start to sound the same because I know it so well yeah. or because I'm an old miserable well, and now yeah. I'm that sort Place of your bets. and now I'm that sort of oh everything's the same now isn't it I'm no, not really I don't, sure don't get me wrong I've never been a huge expert on the old rappy music but it's that I think they, is it mumblecore or something they call it where they go well, I was looking up a guy called um, Lil Pump or something just before we came on air because he well because he called the police in America because there was a gun sh- someone shot his door and then right. they turned up and they realised the bullet had been shot from inside the house so arrested him <laughs> so I was that yeah and then, what someone shooting at me and then it it's had me. one of his songs there and it was called Gucci Gang it's just him going Gucci Gang Gucci Gang Gucci Gang my business gang oh you're in for a treat in a minute okay go on let's, let's get it over with continuing on the hip hop rap theme yeah hope it's Macklemore um no, it's your second favourite white rapper Professor Eminem Green. oh yeah go on this is featuring hope he talks about assaulting women guess, who, guess who features on this song who's Who's going to do the chorus in this one? Let me think. Hmm. Uh, Popular s- singer at the moment that could do a good. Oh, chorus. that's easy. Simon Le Bon. Yes. Is there it? There it is. <laughs> Sampling. Bitch. The reflex. Bitches on film. Causes pain. Truth in my lies. Right now we're falling like the rain. So let the river run. He's coming home with his neck scratch to catch black. Sweat jackets and dress slacks. Mismatch. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I just want to <laughs> I just want to hear the Eminem bit. Yes, that's Ed Sheeran. I mean, you know how I feel about Ed Sheeran. If you like Ed Sheeran, you're a moron. Uh, he's, he's Damien Rice with a good publicist. It's just... It all sounds like... I know he did the Hobbit soundtrack, but it all sounds like the Hobbit soundtrack. Every song he's ever done. It's just... Oh Christ! What an indictment! Very, good. I honest, I that was when I fell out with pop culture. I think when just I, I don't understand that. I don't get him. If you like him, good luck to you. Um, I think someone <laughs> needs to. I'm going to send out copies of Catcher in the Rye <laughs> <laughs> to a lot of people. And just you know, <laughs> let the cards fall where they may. <laughs> What I wanted to do just on the back of that song is just read out some of the lyrics because I was reading them and I think they're actually really good. Uh, these aren't the Ed Sheeran ones. These are Eminem's, you know, how his writing's progressed over the last 20 years. The or thing whatever. is with Eminem, he is kind of amazing, but then sometimes he's really not. Yeah, sometimes I think that he's deliberately writing for 14-year-olds. Mm. I think he's, he seems to write things that he knows will be top of the charts. Here's some lyrics then from that song, River. Uh, we'll start at the top. Mismatch, on his breast jackets, a sex addict. Not really sure what that means. And she just wants to exact revenge and get back. It's a chess match. She's on his back, like a jetpack. Mm-hmm. Well, they do go on your back. Not like sex pests on your lapel, whatever the first <laughs> bit was. She's kept track of all his internet chats. 
So Eminem is firmly cementing himself in the 21st century with internet chats. I'm the Slim Shady. I'm the real Slim Shady. (laughs) All you other Slim Shadies, simply imitating. Further cementing himself in the 21st century, she's been on the web lately. Mm. Says maybe she'll be my Gwen Stacy. (laughs) To Spider-Man. Is that the verb to Spider-Man? Look think... that up, kids. You don't want to know. Well, it could be. Mm. It could be. I think he probably sings it to sound like Spy spy on Her Man or something like that. But I think Eminem probably should know what to Spider-Man to someone spy is. To Spy to on Her Man. To Spider-Man a, a lady. Uh, Where will up her dress? And I know she's using me to try to play him. I don't care. Hi, Susan. But I should have said bye, Susan. <laughs> After the first night. But tonight, I am. It's very much the So Sally Can Wait. Of I, think, I think he might have found a hemorrhage at that point. Because, well. Okay, the last song that I'm going to play you was number one for a while in this country late last year I, can I say now I will have not heard it <laughs> I, no, I I honestly honestly I this has been the closest thing to making me musically mm. and I'm beyond crazy frog anything like that to making me not want to be a part of this world anymore mm-hmm. this song is called Barking and it's by a hip hop slash rap artist called Rams oh yeah here we go. I might link my ting from barking. 7 a.m. in the morning. She's calling. I'm yawning. She's jarring. No stalling. I might link my ting from barking. 7 a.m. in the morning. She's calling. I'm yawning. Please, that's enough. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I mean, what? What is that? I think. Do you think sometimes Skeptors done more harm than good? Yes, I do and think that. the same with old uh, Stormy. What's his name? Do you remember... Did you ever have, you know, on Sky TV, the music channels, there was one called Channel AKA, which was, like, right at the back of the catalogue that was, I thought... I thought was Pre- for... Pretty groovy. For, you know, oh. the underground scene, people that listen to that niche. Mm. That niche is now the mainstream, and that it's cool to, like... That. Uh, well, we didn't have Sky in our house because my dad hates Rupert Murdoch, and I hope that <laughs> explains to you a bit why I am why I am. Yes, it does. Thank you. Uh, my yardy mates were all into British rap, grime, kids. Hey. Uh, when we were at school, and I think this now that it's actually been booted into the mainstream. I mean, I don't want to get toothless, but it's. Not as good as that stuff that I remember hating them playing at the time. Well, there you go. I mean, I, yeah. But hey, don't let that, don't let my opinion stop you, kids. You play Stormzy as loud as you want at your public school, okay? (laughs) You're pretty hip to be square, yeah? Are you, yeah, pretty G and that, and yeah, all the lingo, all the parlay, we do all that. Patter. The ting goes bang, bang, bang. That's funny, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Keep laughing at that. Yeah. We don't belong, mate. Mm. Unfortunately. No, probably for the best. There we go. That was uh, the pricks tape for this week. (laughs) Oh, good. How about how about some proper tunes? Yeah. Is it crazy train? No, this is uh, "Kill the Ribbon" by Gallows. You might remember from I do, way back in two thousand seven, I think. First album, great days, crazy days. Yeah. Eleven years ago. Oh, hope this takes you back. Is it really? Radio no, Vista. Time flies when you Maybe if, death. if you're radio, I hope Radio Vista doesn't kill the rhythm by Gallows. Gallows with. Kill the rhythm. Kill the rhythm. Save the beat. We're going to party till we're dead on our feet. And brother, didn't we? Right through 2007. Shut into up now. 2008. Radio Bista. Shh, 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 shh. Listening to Radio Bista. Bista's only alternative broom cupboard. This is the Tom and Jack show forward slash podcast dot net. What's next? It's time for <laughs> the world's longest jingle, which will introduce Vloggers Gone Wild for this week. 
the retailer can decide how much they sell that for. That's completely out of my um, decision making. I don't have the right to make those decisions. So it makes me so sad. To be honest, I just want to start off with that I'm sorry. 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 It seems like I've learned nothing from all these past controversies. Nothing. Be sure to subscribe and smash that like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> oh, God. So at the beginning of the year, I made the bold prediction that vlogging would eat itself in 2018. And it's looking good. I mean, I'm not calling myself Nostradamus. That's for you to do. But he's another example trumps. of a vlogger going wild. We're obsessed with vloggers here on the Tom and Jack podcast. And we try and take a look at when one does something that's maybe maybe wouldn't be acceptable in another line of work. Let's say, I think that's probably a good yardstick to measure it by. Hmm. So you've got quite a Wolverine look going on today. Can I just thank say? you? Yeah, Wolverine or hunger strike. That's what I'm going for. Wolverine. It's working. Thank you. I wish you wouldn't discuss my appearance when we're on a strictly sorry. audio medium. And sorry, you're trying to hurt me. But my sorry, I. It's just I get bored of what you're saying, and I just start thinking about other things. Thank you. Well, think of the dear listener then. <laughs> Singular. I don't even have the pleasure of seeing you in person. So, I don't know how I missed this, okay? So I'm really disappointed. I've had people sending me links to vlogger apologies and somehow this slipped through the net. So this was the end of January, this happened. Uh, this, this particular thing was posted by a hotel in Dublin on Facebook. It's a screenshot of an email they received from... Uh, I knew about this. Why didn't you tell no, me, no, 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 no. In my defence, I didn't know there was an apology video. I just knew this thing happened. <sighs> Any vlogger content, please speak to my agent and I'll discuss it on the podcast. It's <laughs> Who's that? Your line manager. <laughs> so, a hotel in Dublin posted on their Facebook page a screenshot of an email from a vlogger called... L Darby. They don't actually mention her name in it. Is that Spanish? No. <laughs> Very good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a comedy podcast. So they don't actually mention her name in this, which will become relevant later. But this is the email in question that they posted on their social media page. Did you write it out? I did, yeah. It's just screenshot it. I like writing stuff, I Hi there. I hope this email finds you well. Oh. Good start. I'm e emailing in regards... What is that? Sorry to stop you, but what is I hope this email finds you well? It's not like you've sent a letter by carrier pigeon. No, I know, yeah. I finds you well. I hope the front line hasn't moved to where you're located <laughs> since I sent this telegram. I hope this email finds you well. I am emailing in regards to a possible collaboration on social media. I work as a social media influencer, Ugh. mainly lifestyle, beauty and travel based. I have over 87,000 YouTube subscribers, as well as 76,000 Instagram followers. My partner and I are planning to come to Dublin for an early Valentine's Day weekend. Searching for places to stay, I came across your stunning hotel and would love to feature you in my YouTube video slash dedicated Instagram stories slash posts to bring traffic to your hotel and recommend to others to book up in return for free accommodation. Delightful. Last year, I worked with Universal Florida in Orlando and it's been amazing for them. <laughs> yeah, because they were having a real drought. Complete unknowns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if this is something you'd be interested in doing. I look forward to hearing from you. Did she ever? Okay. So they posted that on their Facebook page initially, I think. And then they followed it with their own message, basically pointing out that <laughs> their social media reach was a lot greater than hers. <laughs> uh, they also sort of brushed on, who the hell do you think will pay our staff during your stay? And um, you've embarrassed yourself. 
But crucially, they never mentioned her name. Uh, but she then decided to admit to it, essentially, by posting a video on her YouTube channel, which has over 72,000 I wonder how that's gone for her. <laughs> uh, and she posted a video that was called, I was exposed, open brackets, so embarrassing, close brackets. So I'd like to play you some clips from that now. This one's for my blogging angels. This one's for my blogging angels. This one is for anybody who is or aspiring to be a social media influencer. Oh my God. You guys know I never ever feed into drama ever. It's not the sort of person I am. I'm so bad at confrontation. It makes me the most anxious person in the entire world. And usually with any other, I guess, situation like this, I would just, you know, sweep it under the carpet, whatever. Haters gonna hate. I ain't bothered boo, do you know what I mean? But this morning, something happened which absolutely infuriated me. I have not felt these emotions in one time ever to the extreme that I felt them this morning. I was angry, I was sad, I was upset, I was anxious, I was embarrassed, I felt humiliated. So many emotions going through me that I should never have had to feel in the first place. So yes, today's gonna be a story time, angels. Get your cup of tea, we're having a chat, it might get deep. It might get emotional, I might cry, I might shout. You might cry and shout with me, who knows? Right, okay, where do I begin? So, as you guys know, or you may not know, hi, my name is Ellie, and I work as a social media influencer. That's how I make my money, that's how I live my life, it's the world I know. It is the only job that has brought me happiness. It's made me feel like I'm living my life purpose, I feel like I'm helping others in so many ways and that's why I do what I do. Over the last three years I have been exposed to the real social media industry and the world and the people behind it. That obviously brings so many incredible opportunities. Opportunities like your favourite brands want to send you free clothes, your favourite food companies want to send you free food, hotels, travel agencies, the only places you could ever dream of visiting, contact you asking to work together in return for some exposure on your YouTube channel or your blog or whatever it can be. I mean, <sighs> fuck me. I started laughing. I'm now shut, starting to get really annoyed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> First and foremost, I didn't, I thought social media influencer was like a pejorative term. I thought that was used as an insult <laughs> to these people. I didn't know anyone ever said, sort like straight faced, my job is to be a social media influencer. And that's actually what I do for an actual job. And if you want to live your best life, I the previous the next generation of social media influencer is really going to be affected by things like this. How could you possibly understand how hard it is to influence <laughs> social media? Influ oh. Social media influencer. What does that even mean? Influencing influencing social media, influencing digital platforms. Can you influence digital platforms or do they simply exist? I don't because know. Because I don't think that actually means anything at all, does They're it? Gonna, the history will look back on this time and just think, what was going on? Like when we look at, I don't know, the Egyptians or something mm. and just think, what on earth? What goes on in that bowl? <laughs> and when you read all that stuff about the Great Pyramid and how historians think that somehow they must have pinpointed the angle that yeah, it was built yeah. at and stuff like that. And you get... I mean, for all we've understood, evolved to this point. I know. I thought, but apparently not. It's also, the, there's something freakish about those jump cuts. It's, yeah. a, it's just, there's no, no idea of subtext or anything to any of these things. Do you know, do you know what I mean? They, like, I think they don't understand subtext somehow. We've used them for comic effect, but I don't think they understand. It's just weird and jarring going, but it... Uh, just different levels of anger. Well done covering our jump cuts there. Thank you. Good work. <laughs> so if Jack says something appalling, jump cut. Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's get on with it. Yeah, we've I just can't. got to listen to more. I've got. Um, uh, I mean, I will be jumping back and forth throughout this video because uh, I don't want to alarm you, but it was over 17 minutes long. It's much of it. You've, you've very much got a taste for it now, and it won't deviate from this. <laughs> it's not. There's not a second act or a third do think, act. Do you think that's too long? Then, 
Yes. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Over the last couple of nights, my partner Connor and I have been discussing going to Dublin for a little weekend away, the weekend before Valentine's Day. And I decided to contact some hotels, asking if they would like to collaborate. I basically... I go visit them, I stay in the hotel, I feature them on vlogs, I put them on my Instagram, I talk about the hotel, I write a review, whatever. In return for a discounted or complimentary stay because that same hotel would not be able to go to a magazine or to a billboard or to a television advert for a free review in something that could potentially be bringing them a lot more business. I feel so disgusting having to say this, I feel so vile and oh, it makes me kind of feel sick but as a 22 year old girl who's running her own business from her home i don't feel like i did anything wrong in that let me just also point out i've never ever ever in all the time i've been doing this had rude or impolite response from whichever hotel or brand or anybody that I have gone to first rather than them, them coming to me to propose a business idea. I've never once in my life had a rude, nasty, disrespectful response to me directly, let alone what happened after I sent these emails out. I sent a couple of emails out to what looked like the most gorgeous hotels in Dublin. I was like, oh my god, they look fantastic. I would abso be absolutely honoured to stay there. I sent the emails and then me and my friend went shopping. We went to Primark. When I was in Primark, I checked my phone and I had loads and loads of Twitter notifications and I was like, it's weird, what's going on here? And I saw on Twitter, somebody had sent me my email. Somebody had sent a screenshot of my email to me on Twitter and the screenshot was from the original hotel's Facebook page. I had numerous tweets calling me a freeloader, disgusting, skanky all from these people that I didn't know, which is like, I guess normal. That's normal for me to have comments from random people that I've never heard of in my life. You know, it kind of comes with part and parcel of the job. Like you're literally putting yourself out there on the internet, which anybody anywhere can access. And they're gonna judge you. That is, that's real life. That's social media for you. But I've never had it like this. So yeah, anyway. You get that as a social media influencer, I imagine. I'm not defending people who were swearing at her and stuff, but it really wasn't that. Like, I looked into it and there were just people saying you shouldn't expect stuff free. Which apparently <laughs> is a grievous insult. So, <laughs> I, I don't know how anyone can say, how anyone can do a vlog discussing business negotiations and call someone else unprofessional in their <laughs> negotiations. Business negotiations. I know. How about you let me have something for free? I think it's like it's Aya last week. I think we're going to see more and more of the second and third tier vloggers just being scandalised by stuff, <laughs> thinking their reach of over 5,000 Twitter followers suddenly doesn't mean they can do whatever the hell they like. That was my favourite bit there. That I, so I was in Primark and... The weirdest thing happened. I know. I started getting notifications. Honestly, yeah. Okay. So you're obviously not quite as big as you thought you were. Or what you thought you was. I don't know. Also, let's not forget, the business did not post her name in this at all. So if she hadn't done this video, there'd be nothing to say for definite that this was her. How did it get back to her then? Because of the video. Well, yeah, people only knew for sure when she said, I see. she posted this video, I'm ashamed, it's so embarrassing, I were exposed. Also, you can't, you can't be, oh, I'm a business person, blah, 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 and then also go, oh, I'm only 22. You have to have one or the other, I think. You can't go, oh, no, I'm really naive, and I'm only a kid myself, and go, oh, actually, I run a business I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. of almost 80,000 <laughs> YouTube subscribers. <laughs> Let's just get to the end of this, I mean. Here's the next bit. I don't even know, I don't even know. I wasn't even going to make this video. I wasn't even going to talk about it at all on my social media. I wasn't going to make one tweet. I wasn't going to do one Instagram story. I wasn't going to do anything. But then I had some other bloggers reach out to me. They really made me see that instead of being upset and literally crying in my own on my car because I was having all of these disgusting, nasty people leave me not very nice comments on my social media. These other bloggers made me realize this isn't okay. And do you know what? It's not just me. This has not just happened to a handful of people. This is, is something that is like an everyday occurrence if you work as a social media influencer and 
I think that's disgusting. People often say you're so lucky to get clothes sent to you free, get this sent to you for free, go here for free. And it's like, <laughs> if you work in a shop, you usually get what? Like, I don't know, at least 10% discount or something? I don't know. It is a perk of the job, but you still have to work your ass off in order to get that discount or to get that day out for free or whatever you do, wherever you work. I'm sure you get some reward. Luckily, in the blogging industry, it's a very glamorous reward. You're gifted these amazing things from different brands and it's seen as so glamorous. But it is work. It's not just like you can do this thing that you're being offered to be given for free and there's no strings attached. You have to work your ass off, create content for that brand. Content that is worth watching to your average person, content that is gonna come across as authentic, as enjoyable, as relatable, as funny, as happy, as pleasurable to watch. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't gonna do anything about this, but I realize it's not just me, it's the entire blogging industry, and I just think, move with the times, people. You know what I mean? It made me so sad to see that the majority of these comments were from older people, from the older generation. How the hell, how the hell are children supposed to learn the qualities of being a nice, decent person who encourages others to go for their dreams if they are being raised by people who are so bitter about their jobs and the way their lives turned out that they have to take to the internet to write disgustingly degrading comments to a 22 year old female who actually did nothing wrong. I could completely understand this if I did something so disgusting and so inhuman, people were gonna get their backs up and people were gonna have an opinion. But the only reason people got their backs up is because they don't take the time out to really get to know the blogging industry. They have absolutely no idea what social media is nowadays and it just it just makes me so upset to know that there are still these people out there who make it incredibly hard for people to follow their dreams. There are so many young people out there nowadays whose dream, whose life goal is to be able to say, I can provide for myself and my family by putting videos I enjoy making on YouTube. I earn enough money to support myself from my blog that I created to help educate others on skincare, veganism, fitness, nutrition, clothing, fashion, whatever. It is people like the people that were giving me hate for sending that email that stop others younger children, the younger generation, the next generation, growing up to be a happy individual who does something with their life that they enjoy. I'm just gonna fight you I can't, down I, just oh shut the up, shut it up. <laughs> I mean, that is like, I, that's bit, I, I think they're beyond parody now. That's just, I, honestly, she, it's awful. she said so many words in such a short space of time there. I, my face is starting to go really hot and red. I said, oh. What on earth was that? How did she cram it all into 17 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. That was such a brain fart of a spill of just language that was all I so think... contradictory. What is she talking about? I Feeding say... her family by putting videos on YouTube. More than adults not knowing... <laughs> in depth, not not having in depth knowledge about the vlogging industry, I'd say a bigger problem is people not understanding what words mean and saying <laughs> things like people saying you, you maybe shouldn't ask for stuff free isn't disgusting. I don't think in the literal sense of that word. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a bike! Yeah, perhaps the definition of hyperbole yes, should be. Uh... I've got a head rush from listening. To that. <laughs> no, I know exactly what I've got. Da uh, uh, right. Saying that you're putting you're putting hard work into talking about skincare into a video on YouTube, right? I could perhaps understand the argument that making the skincare product might have been quite difficult. Yeah. I can also understand the argument <laughs> that if you work for like Garnier or something, that to produce and then promote that product might be relatively difficult. I what difficult. I cannot begin to fathom is how it is difficult to have that sent to you for free, put it on your face, and then video it. That's not difficult. There's I nothing think... hard about that. People do it and they pay for the product. 
you've touched you've touched on a very good point there because you're right. It probably is harder being a lab assistant for. <laughs> it might be. It, it might is, be. It's probably difficult smearing that acne cream on those monkeys. That's <laughs> probably a lot harder. Than those monkeys might like it. They might well, not though. Yeah. Okay. But it's a monkey at the end of the day. You don't know. It could bite your face off. Maybe. Maybe the monkeys deserve to be doing the it's vlog. It's a wild animal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> monkey, monkey skincare. So, uh, a quick couple of points. My highlights for that final clip. Uh, I like the car said, thing. Uh, yeah. Crying in my own on my car, <laughs> which <laughs> I, you know, many my tastes fluctuate throughout my life. There's certain comedy that I really get into, and then I don't like comedy like that. Same with music or something. When people Abstract. mix up common common parlance like that, it will never ever. <laughs> not delight me to my core <laughs> that reminds me of, of one of my mates at uni his lecturer i still mention this to him every time i see him pretty much their lecturer was talking about not 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 reading the extended thing or something for the next lecture and he went if you don't get it done at the end of the world it's not the end of the day and that still makes me laugh every time i think about it i'd also so i heard someone recently on that topic I heard someone recently talking about I can't remember what it was, they've had a home renovation or something and they meant to say that it was their pride and joy and they went oh, I could talk about it all day it's my pride and prejudice that <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's, good. That's my pride and prejudice oh, like It's nice isn't it? Also just one, one final bit of hypocrisy just to see us through that she says all her fans are children, essentially, which we know, obviously, from yeah. August. Uh, but uh, uh, they stay in hotels. Also, that's the end of her point, isn't it? That's rendered her entire argument moot for asking for that hotel for free. I think so. I think that's pretty much the bottom line, isn't but, it? But, I mean, we could wax lyrical about this all day, but the White Moose Cafe in Dublin were the people originally who posted the email, and they then responded to this video... So, uh, last week we what finally did, what did they say there was a but we've seen recently Logan Paul okay only got banned for a little bit everyone else seems to have got a scot free apart from It's Aya last week who fantastically got his YouTube account banned when oh. he said come on then ban me essentially <laughs> delicious and they then did and in a, a another instalment of some delicious schadenfreude uh, they then posted this follow-up saying, all bloggers are now banned from our business. Ah. Uh, the sense of entitlement is too strong and the nastiness, hissy fits and general hate displayed after one of your members was denied a freebie is giving your industry a bad name. The girl in question was never identified in my original post, but she herself created a video explaining how she was exposed with malicious intent for asking for a freebie. It's this kind of this kind of victimization is very prevalent in the blogging industry and is keeping with their modus operandi of wanting everything for nothing. Thank you so much. You don't understand how grateful I am to know that there are sane people out there who see what we I've see. Gone from, I've gone from feeling outraged to enlightened, slightly overwhelmed, mm. and it's just joyous it's such a range of emotions so that's vloggers gone wild for this week just quickly in sort of larger vloggers news just i like to do a vloggers roundup for things we maybe haven't sure. covered. uh british vloggers ksi and joe weller had a live streamed fight which like in the school playground well, well it was technically a boxing match but oh, okay. it was essentially I'll see you outside afterwards <laughs> and then basically <laughs> oh, a load of children hey. got in a big ring and went oh, fight 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 amazing and one of them got battered I can't remember which one it was but there's no winners really uh, and also Logan Paul got in trouble again after putting out an advert for a real albino woman to appear in one of his comedy videos. If you know what that means, answers on a postcard. That was Fogger's Gone Wild for this. That was the funniest thing I've ever I don't know what that means. A real life one. The retailer can decide how much they sell that for. That's completely out of my um, decision making. I don't have the right to make those decisions. So, 
I just want to start off with that I'm sorry. 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 It seems like I've learned nothing from all these past controversies. Nothing. Be sure to subscribe and smash that like button. Gonna, I think you see the, I'm gonna be sick. Do you see the genius of that very long jingle now? And that it gives us yeah. time to calm down. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, so yeah, that was vlogs. Well, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a week off oh. from that, so we can recover <laughs> and the world can breathe a sigh of relief. A real life. A real, <laughs> a real life. Right, let's get this wrapped up. I'm let's God. have some classical music and go to pub. There's tears coming out of my face. This is a piece of classical music that, um, yeah. This is the part of the show where we like to round everything up with a little bit of culture. Okay? Well, we've learned a lot about the culture yes. of um, albinos, <laughs> monkeys, uh, Just, pop you know, music. Culture in 2018. Yeah, of course. Cinema, we've discussed. Vibrant. Exactly. A yeah. smorgasbord of uh, dog shit. <laughs> so, thanks. Films about trains and teenage <laughs> girls complaining about like not getting what they want for free. So Excellent. this week's piece of classical music comes from Eric Wolfgang Korngold, who is an Australian composer <laughs> and conductor, one of the greatest uh, film scorers of all time. Okay. I know you love a bit of film. I do, yeah. Uh, we talked about some today. We talked about Free Willy. Do you know what? Before you go on, can I just say, actually, no. I forgot last week I wanted to play a piece of music because I don't know if you noticed, tragically, the film composer Johan Johansson passed away and I don't know if you know him, but he composed a piece of music that we regularly used on this podcast oh the one from uh, the one that did the score for the theory of everything yeah. and he composed the song forces of attraction which i used for jack's auction i'll tell you what eric wolfgang corngold can we listen can to that play next week we can listen to the uh, the the what is it the theory is expanding the unit go on do your impression <laughs> Right, okay. Well, we're playing it out anyway. You don't have to get it up, Granddad. I do. Right, say can't say goodbye. We're sorry that talented people die. Sad that talented people die and that people don't get what they want for free. And that's why no one will mourn at our funerals. Here's Forces of Attraction. Goodbye. Bye.